Welcome back to the AM show. I'm Miles Davis alongside Andre Monroe. Andre, how's it going today? It's going really good. How are you? Pretty good, man. I cannot believe it has been more than a year that since we have started this podcast. Time really flies, man. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, it's just put into perspective. It's just crazy. I feel like it's been only a few months, only 25 episodes, but I guess uh, time flies. Like you said, it's pretty crazy. Time flies when you're having fun, man. But let's get into the topics. So first off, the NBA season will be resuming July 30th. It was July 31st, but now it's July 30th now. So first off, the first topic we're going to talk about is, Andre, who do you think will be the last, well, I guess for the East, two teams since the other six spots are already locked in? Who do you think will be the last two teams that will take the seventh and eighth spots? That's a great question. And before I address this, just let me just address the one day, you know, the one day adjustment that the you know, NBA made. Like, why, why was that necessary? I don't get it at all. Uh, it's only one day, July 31st to July 30th. But um, in terms of the eighth seed, you have the Grizzlies right now at the eighth seed. Uh, and the Pelicans, of course, a few games behind. And the Trailblazers are a few games behind. And although the Grizzlies have been you know, great in the regular season so far. I think when it comes to, you know, crunch time and the pressure gets mounted and what teams really uh, have the most hunger for that eighth seed, for those two spots. And I think it's, I think the Grizzlies are not going to be in it. I think it's going to be the Pelicans uh, because of, although Pelicans and Grizzlies, two teams with young talent, I just think that it comes to talent and especially in this uh, time, it comes, it's going to come in talent. And of course, Pelicans got Zion. Brandon Ingram, uh, Alonzo, J.J. Redick, uh, some experienced veterans on that team too. So I think the Pelicans are going to make it to the playoffs. And, you know, it's something that the NBA wants. So hopefully we get that. Hopefully we see Zion in the playoffs. But I do think um, the Trailblazers will miss out because, you know, you heard Damian Lillard have these discussions on whether or not he'll play and I don't know how really hungry he is I think he's one of those players who's kind of on the fence on returning so yeah I think it's going to be the uh, Mavericks the um, Pelicans or what do you think yeah in the Western Conference I definitely think that well actually personally I think that if Dame time does show up which is contrary to what you think is going to happen I think that the Trailblazers take that spot. But what's interesting is it all all the Trailblazers and the Pelicans and actually the Kings, all those three th- all those three teams need to do is get two games behind and then it goes to a play in tournament. So what happens then is what what I'm thinking about is how who is best set up to win one game. After after they play these eight games, and let's say all three of these teams are two games behind eighth eighth place, who is who is best prepared, I guess, so to speak, to get that last spot? And in in the end, just because of the just because of how clutch Damian Lillard is, I just can't take that away from him. And that's why I think the Trailblazers will be taking that last spot. No disrespect to John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Dylan Brooks. All those great players that are balling out in Memphis, I want to give them credit for that. But I think in the end, I think Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum, Hassan Whiteside, and, and Yusuf Nurkic are going to get the job done. Yeah, um, I get that. But another factor um, that you have to consider is whether or not players 
will kind of be cautious to actually play like because health is a factor here too health family well-being i've heard that they came and have their significant others in the sort of bubble that the nba has proposed with them their families their wives so the health factor is a factor that um a lot of people have to take into account when determining what teams will make it far that's true i would i personally though would love to see one of those younger teams take the eighth seed personally. So either the Grizzlies who have John, Jaron Jackson Jr., the Pelicans that of course have Zion, Jackson Hayes, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. That'll be their first taste of the postseason. And then even the Sacramento Kings, De'Aaron Fox balling out in Sacramento. I would love, and Buddy Hill, I would love to see that team as well take the eighth seed. So I am personally hyped to see how the Western Conference unfolds. Yeah, same. Uh, I think, like you said, definitely the Eastern Conference probably already determined, but the Western Conference is the much more interesting. But we can shift into uh, this discussion with, um, of course, with the NBA hiatus, you know, teams will have rust, teams will, uh, players will have rust, players will kind of uh, have to need, have to have like a training camp or a time period to get back in shape. So, Taking all that into account, taking everything into account, what teams do you consider contenders and what teams do you consider pretenders? Well, I'm going to start off with the Eastern Conference. I guess the one true contender I have is the Bucks because they have Giannis. I'm not going to try and like di- – I don't want to disrespect the Raptors, Celtics, Heat, and Sixers, but in the end I just think the one true contender there is the Bucks. I think that there, of course, there are dark horse candidates that we have talked about, like the Raptors, the Celtics, the Heat, and the Sixers, as I just mentioned. But I think the true contender there is just Milwaukee. But then with the Western Conference, I think it is a two-headed dragon there with the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers. I can't wait to see them in the Western Conference Finals. If that is, If something else happens, I truly will be shocked. I think a lot of people will also be shocked. But what do you think, Andre? The Eastern Conference always seems to amaze me because it's like up and down, up and down. I get that the Eastern, that the Western Conference is probably more competitive, but the Eastern Conference, I mean, like it seems like there's the Bucks and then all the other teams. Like you can, like on any given day, you know, any team can beat the other team. And you have the Raptors, you have the Celtics, you have the Pacers, who many don't talk about the Heat and the Sixers. Like you have so many teams who could compete for that uh, for um. Uh, of course to contend with the Milwaukee Bucks but in terms of like the second best because I agree with you Bucks the best in the Eastern Conference no one's arguing that but in terms of the second best or the third best I think you have to have the Celtics there because they have Kemba Walker Jason Tatum and like probably forming into a superstar right now Uh, Jalen Brown and his cancer like they have probably one of the best starting fives in the league top five definitely in my opinion so uh there's other teams like the sixers of course we're sixers fans and i would love to say that the sixers could contend or could beat the bucks but i just don't believe that in my heart uh the pacers i think they can't really compete for anything either so i would say the contenders in the eastern conference would be the bucks the celtics and maybe the heat but um you know it's just hard to say, especially after uh, what what has transpired in the last few months. It's hard to say who's going to be in shape, who's going to have the hunger. Because if you look at a team like the Sixers, you know, it seems like 
Joel Embiid is always out of shape. Ben Simmons is always, you know, dealing with nagging injuries. So, I mean, it's going to be entertaining to see uh, what teams overcome, of course, the issues that's going on right now and uh, what teams can uh, over, overcome that. All right, let's move on to our last topic of the day. So with the NBA season finally coming, eventually going to come to a close, how does – will the value of a championship this year compare to the value of a championship in recent years? Is that value still going to be there even though the season was was postponed for such a duration of time? This is this is a really interesting question, and I've heard analysts and other people discuss it, and I've heard people say that whoever wins the championship this year, there will be an asterisk next to it, uh, because of course, um, everything that's been going on is unusual. It doesn't happen every year. Uh, so, in terms of the value, I'm I'm of the opinion that whoever wins the championship this year, I think will have the same amount of value, if not more. Because of the simple fact of how much they've had to go through, uh, the different circumstances, like, is I don't think there's been any year in the NBA where players have had to go through something like this. With, I mean, you of course have the lockdown, but th- this is so unique, unordinary, and I think whoever wins the championship, it'll just, it'll mean that they've put in so much hard work. Uh, they've put in so much work to a game. They've been training, going to the gym every day, putting in the work to stay in shape, to um, keep their mind right, especially during these times. So I think that the value, in terms of the value, I think the value will be the same, if not even add more value to whoever wins. I completely agree with you, Andre. The fact, the fact of the matter that Whoever does win the championship is going to have to have gone through so much adversity because of this, because of the duration of time that they were off. Shows the heart of a, shows the will, the heart, the grit of a true champion. And that's why I just don't think that you can say, oh, they shouldn't have won that championship. I think, that's why I think it was a, I think, yeah, that's why I completely agree with you. Yeah, um, and I've heard, I mean, because let's say, for example, if the Lakers win the championship and LeBron gets his, what, fourth ring, like, would that be comparable to, you know, other greats like Jordan, Kobe, in terms of, you know, having this amount of rings or this amount of rings? Because, I mean, there could be a case for why it would be easier. And I guess that case would be, it's only 22 teams, uh, really, that can compete for the eighth seed or can compete for the title. But in terms of who has the advantage, I think this, I mean, if you look at the Lakers versus Celtics, I know this going a bit off track, but the Celtics, the, not the Celtics, but the Clippers, the Clippers, I think they gain a lot from this too. I think uh, Paul George, Kawhi, uh, and the whole Clippers team, they were out for a good portion of the year. Kawhi was low managing all year. Paul George missed a lot of time. Paul Beverly missed a lot of time. And I think having this full team, full healthy team can even, you know, game more chemistry and they're like they're 100 set now so i think this even adds even more even more i guess uh it makes it harder for the lakers it makes it harder for the rest of the league because the clippers are you know full fully healthy and uh so yeah i think uh i agree with you and whoever wins the title this year i mean i it'll it would be 
it would be hurtful to say that you know it doesn't matter if they win the champ championship or uh, win this championship during this time it doesn't matter because of competition or anything like that so yeah I completely agree man and you think the Lakers are gonna win I actually um that's a good question and before, of course, I thought the Lakers would win, but like I just said, the Clippers, I mean, they're fully healthy now. They have all their players, Pat Bev, Kawhi, Paul George, Marcus Morris. So I, while I did think the Lakers would win, I think it makes it even harder for the Lakers, but I'm still gonna, I'm going to stick with the Lakers because I'm going to stick with uh, my word, but what do you think? I think it's, once again, I'm going to give that two-headed dragon analogy. I think the winner is A, coming out of the Western Conference, and B, it is going to be a team from Los Angeles. That is all I know. I can't really tell which one. I think LeBron's still going to ball out. He's going to truly activate playoff mode. And with the help of Anthony Davis, I think that they can make a lot of noise. But I also think Kawhi, with the rest that he's been getting, I think with Paul George taking a break for a little bit, trying to get his mind right, I think that'll be great for them as well. So I think that that series, which is which you're probably likely going to see, is going to be really close, and I can't wait to see it, and I can't wait to see who will be representing the Western Conference in the NBA Finals this year. Yeah, that might as well be the Finals. I mean, the Western Conference Finals, I think that should be the Finals because that's going to be the most anticipated Western Conference Finals, ever, the most anticipated series this year. But it's interesting because you don't think the Bucks will be able to contend? I think it's po of course it's possible. I don't think that in the end, I don't think they'd win a series against the Clippers or the Lakers, but I still think they'd make it somewhat competitive. I think Giannis has a lot of potential in the team they've assembled around Giannis has a lot of potential as well. And I think I'm not trying to take any sort of talent away from them, but I just think that the Clippers and the Lakers are both better. So I think they could take the Clippers and Lakers to six games, maybe seven, depending on how Giannis plays and how if Frank Vogel is able to develop a game plan or Doc Rivers, of course, um, how they can develop a game plan to shut down Giannis if they can. It could be five games, four games, but if they can't, maybe six, seven games. Maybe, just maybe Milwaukee takes the series, but I, I don't really think that's going to happen. I think, see, it's interesting because I think that the Bucks could potentially be the Lakers, but when we talk about the Celtics, I mean, I keep saying the Celtics, the Clippers, I don't know about that, but it's interesting because I think the Lakers are better than the Clippers, but then I think the Bucks are better than the Lakers, but then I think the Clippers are better than the Bucks. So it's really interesting, but in terms of matchups, seeing what Kawhi did to Giannis last year, and then Giannis has basically the same team, and Kawhi has more firepower. I think the Bucks, I mean, like you said, the Western Conference is going to reign supreme in the end. Whoever comes out of that uh, Western Conference Finals will win the championship, in my opinion. But, you know, hopefully... Hopefully it's the Bucks. Uh, it's not the Bucks. Hopefully it's the Sixers. The Sixers versus Lakers. Sixers versus Clippers. But yeah, that's, re that's really interesting. Uh, that finals matchup. Personally, I want to see. I want to see Clippers Sixers and the Sixers to get their revenge on Kawhi. That's what I would want to see. But I'd, I, I kind of want to see LeBron win a fourth chip. I really do. You know. And I mean, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? I mean, uh, because you look at all the other teams. The Bucks. I mean, Giannis can. Giannis already has an MVP. He's probably gonna have a second one in a couple months. I mean, he 
He has so many opportunities to win another championship. Kawhi has so many opportunities to win a championship. The Sixers have so many opportunities to win a championship. But, you know, LeBron, I just, you kind of have to feel bad for him because, you know, his days are obviously numbered. They're, you know, they're counting down. Uh, he's going to be exiting his prime soon, exiting his uh, career soon. And you want to really see him end off with, a, I guess, a good ending, a happy ending. And you don't really see that a lot in NBA careers. So, yeah, I I agree with you. I think the um, I'm rooting for the Lakers and the Western Conference. For the Eastern Conference, of course, you're rooting for the Sixers. All right. That's all we have today from the AM show. From Andre, I'm Miles. We'll see you next time.